Hi, welcome to our podcast, Thin Within On The Go. I'm Heidi Wiles Mapperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the thinwithin.org ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, your other host, also a Thin Within coach and Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. Welcome to our podcast, Thin Within On On The Go. go. We're so glad the crowd goes wild. <laughs> All right. Well, today's topic is super fun because yes. we're still talking about Mind Renewal and our new class, Mind Renewal 101, which launches in January, the 5th yes. of January. Uh, oh, you can get in. Heidi. Yeah. There's a space for you, listener, in our Mind Renewal 101 class starting <laughs> January for eight weeks, January 5th. And you just can visit this website. I'm going to give you a URL, hungerwithin.me, M-E, forward slash renew. Hunger within me, renew. (laughs) So today's topic is awesome. We're going to share some of our favorite mind renewal strategies. We have how many now, Christina? Do we have? I think we're at 65. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) But we're not going to share all 65 in the podcast. Of course, you've got to come to the class to get all 65. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were going to do that right now. No, we're only going to share six. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a little less overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start by sharing one of my very favorites. It's called Mm -hmm. Truth Card. Yes. Plain and simple. So some of our participants have taken the idea of truth cards, which we're going to explain in a minute and turned it into a creative project too. So Mm -hmm. you can go to an office supply store and get some four by six or three by five cards that are spiral bound. And then you use them to put some of the truth that God lays on your heart that can target some of the lies you believe. And if you want to, you can even decorate the cards and make them into a crafty Mm -hmm. sort of project. Mine are pretty bland, but (laughs) I've got all the good stuff that targets my lies that I've Mm -hmm. believed for years and years. But Mm -hmm. I like to use personalized scripture, quotes from Thin Within Materials, Mm -hmm. as well as other things that God has used to remind me of what is the mind of Christ about whatever I'm struggling with. And I like to add to my truth cards as part of my mind renewal, maybe each morning or each afternoon. Um, If I have the time, I can do that. Or I can carry my truth cards with me and renew my mind anytime using my truth cards. I'm going to give you examples in a minute. (laughs) Um, I can put them in my purse or my backpack. Um, And and even when I'm doing something like I'm in line at the grocery store, I can pull them out and review them if I want to, or Mm -hmm. at the doctor's office in the waiting room or picking up the kids parked outside the school, whatever, pull them out. And you can program yourself to think God's thoughts about food, eating your body, your identity in Christ, or who God is, or a difficult situation coming up, or whatever it might be. All those things that we need to renew our minds about, you can use truth cards to do that. So I have a number of decks, separate decks of spiral bound truth cards at this point. And so I'm going to share what one of my cards has on it. It's titled reasons why zero to five boundaries are great, good, godly, and I want to practice them. Oh, this (laughs) sounds great. Sometimes I I forget, (laughs) why do I want to do this again? Mm -hmm. Um, And so here, here are some of the things on that truth card. 
Mm-hmm. Life is better with boundaries, not worse. Mm-hmm. More so, is not necessarily better. And so zero to five eating enables me to enjoy all things in an appropriate amount, a mm-hmm. just right size portion. Yes. I need boundaries all the time. I'm not the type of person who can have whatever she wants to eat whenever (laughs) she wants to eat it without it ruining my life. Thank you very much. I am far happier when I live by design rather than by desire. Love that one. Eating zero to five, I land on the size God intends for me and then I maintain it. I don't have to think about it. I love that. Yeah. Eating zero to five and becoming the size God intends manages my blood pressure. Mm. causes my joints to hurt less and results in a healthy cholesterol level and generally keeps me healthier. Oh, that is awesome. Mm -hmm. Zero to five makes it easier to travel, to go Mm -hmm. out, to eat, to do activities, to Mm -hmm. live the life that I enjoy with glory given to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I love that too. It enables me to live in freedom. Yay. Freedom. And I can develop Christ-like character instead of becoming self-absorbed like I did when I dieted. So these are all examples of thoughts that God has given me about his thoughts about the mind of Christ, about zero to five eating, instead of the thoughts I might have if left to my own devices, if I'm just Mm -hmm. feeling and thinking in the moment, uh, based on whatever's going on in my life, I might be thinking lies like, well, that's not fun. I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. Well, these truths come to mind because I have wallpapered my mind. And so when I catch myself thinking a thought, not in line with God's thoughts, I'm going to take it captive and I'm going to trade it for these. And so using truth cards once or twice a day can actually help me to do that even before temptation strikes. And, and most recently I have gone to making truth lists. So I, I don't always have the decks with me. So, but I do have my phone with me. So I put them off oftentimes in my phone and I can pull it out anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? What's one of your favorites? I also do truth lists. Like you just said, I feel like those are are easier and quicker for me to just pull up on my phone. Usually I have truth lists about my marriage, about my kids, each one right. of them, my job, my identity. Right, right. <laughs> um, I love this one that you shared about um, food and eating boundaries. Wonderful, Heidi. Thank you. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and share a mind renewal strategy that is one that you can do on the fly or if you want to spend more time, you can write it all out. This is one of my favorites. And lately it's, I'm going to it a lot. It's what is good. It sounds so simple and you can probably figure out that it's based on gratitude, but you're probably thinking, well, if I'm going to ask God, what is good, I'm probably going to need to be in a really great mood and I'm going to be in, you know, just a place of celebration. Actually, what I have found is that the best time to do this mind renewal strategy is when nothing feels good. (laughs) When you are discouraged, when you are frustrated, overwhelmed, when you feel like things are just completely falling apart. This Mm. is wonderful. That never happens to me. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never, never. Nope. (laughs) So basically you just want to take a situation that you're in the middle of in the moment, or maybe it's an ongoing situation, an ongoing frustration or cause of sadness or sorrow for you, whatever it is. And you want to turn to the Lord and say, 
Lord, I need to see your goodness in my life. I need to see where your fingerprints are, your fingerprints of goodness on this situation, because I can't really see it. I'm having a really hard time. I am keyed up. I am stressed. I feel out of control and I really feel drawn to food. So show me. Um, So one example I can think of is um, a stressful situation with one of my kids. Maybe it's choice, a choice that they've made, or maybe I'm worried about them in some way, or just something is going sideways and I'm really struggling with that. So I might say to the Lord, what is good in that situation? And he will show you what is good is that my daughter and I are having some wonderful talking times together over this. Yeah. Uh, And that's amazing. What is good is that you are teaching her things that she will need later in life. What is good is that you are with her and you're with me. What is good is that I don't have to be a perfect mom. You are going to come into my weakness and give me strength to deal with this, this challenge. What is good is that you are God, you're on your throne and everything that's important is still in place. So I can just go through what is good. And immediately I am calming down. The pressure is coming off of my shoulders. I am fixing my eyes on Christ and it's just, that's a beautiful tool. You can do it um, on the fly. Like I said, in the car, you know, on the freeway, at the doctor's office, at the grocery <laughs> store, in the shower. I did it in the shower the other day. If you want to spend more time and actually have that list to save for later, you can write it all down in a journal or, you know, in your phone and you'll be able to look back and use that list again. So that strategy is called what is good. And I love it's, it. It's an awesome one. I have another favorite too, and it's one that I have mentioned at other in other podcasts, but and it's truth journaling. I first heard of this from Barb Raveling, and I have given it this example, but I've used it for so many different things. Really, there's just the word journaling conjures up in people's minds that they need lots of time. And that's just not true for truth journaling. If I have a thought or if I'm having some sort of a situation that I'm having thoughts about, I can capture that thought. I can jot it down and wait on the Lord to show me what is a truth that he wants to counter that with? Because maybe, maybe what I'm thinking is true, but is it a helpful truth? Mm. I have found that God often wants to give me a truth that's much more helpful than the truth that I come up with when left to my own thinking. So uh, truth journaling, one of the ways I used this was when I was struggling with nighttime eating again, after breaking free from that habit, Mm -hmm. and I would put my journal next to my place at the table But then after dinner, before I would get up to clean off the plates or to help wash dishes, I would jot down, are there any thoughts that are coming to my mind that maybe downright lies or maybe something of the day that could cause me to want to comfort myself with food, jot those down and then invite him to show me 
what his thoughts are about that. What is the mind of Christ about that? I've also used truth journaling when I have uh, come out the other side after breaking my boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's great if you can use it ahead of time or in the middle of a temptation so Mm -hmm. that you can avoid breaking your boundaries. Mm -hmm. But if you do give in, you can truth journal afterwards. Okay. So what was the lie that I believed that led me to break my boundaries? You can jot that down. And what is the truth that God would have me refute that lie with. You can do one statement, three statements. You could do pages and pages if you wanted to, but I find that it helps to break it down into tiny bits and just do a little bit at a time. It's not like your normal journaling thing where you might be processing something a lot. It's usually going to be straight to the point, real simple. Another one of our very favorite mind renewal tools that I want to share with you is the victory list. Yay! This is so much fun. And of course, you know, I love to share these celebratory mind renewal tools. They are wonderful. Um, A victory list is going to encourage you. It's going to strengthen you. And I love to use a victory list to actually pray back to the Lord with thanksgiving and gratitude. So basically it's so simple. It's just exactly what it says it is. (laughs) It's a list of your victories in this thin within journey. At first you might say, I don't really think I have any victories, especially not this week. But when you really start thinking about it, um, you will find those victories. And I was doing this with one of my one-on-one coaching ladies the other day. And she said that very same thing, Heidi. She said, no, I don't really think I have any. And I said, you know what? And we started talking and thinking right. and I started asking her questions. Right. And all of a sudden I said, I bet you have 25 just for today. And she said, I think you're probably right. Woo-hoo! And we're talking about things like, I left one bite on my plate that I knew my body didn't need. Um, I turned to the Lord when I needed help with a certain emotion or struggle. I remember a certain client of mine who had (laughs) with a victory list. What? (laughs) No, it's true. When I started coaching with Heidi, she asked me each week to bring a list of victories. And at first I thought, what in the world am I going to write? I just don't even know. But as I, as I went along in the weeks, my list got longer and longer and I felt so much more encouraged. Heidi, help me out with some victories. What else could we put on a victory list? Oh, I stopped midway through the sleeve of Oreos when I know in the past I would have eaten two sleeves of Oreos. There you go. I mean, that sounds crazy to some because we're looking at perfect. We want perfect. This journey isn't going to be perfect. Are we improving? Are we making progress? Mm -hmm. Um, Another one might be, I waited for zero and was able to enjoy lunch out with my husband. Yeah. Um, Maybe even once in a week. That's still good. That's still good. Another one might be, I chose a food that's really beneficial for my body. Right. feels good. What a great victory. And that doesn't mean I did it every single day that, like you said, Heidi, that's one time, one moment of victory. Right. The other thing is that I think people think a lot is, well, is the victory list is a string of perfect victories all together. But no, 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 it's not. Um, It can be one yesterday and two today and maybe another one tomorrow. It can be um, all all over the place. Right, exactly. 
the mess up that you have in between the victories does not in any way negate the victory. Exactly. Yeah. So the victory list is a wonderful way to kind of prove to yourself um, that, you know what, I am making progress. My thoughts are changing. My behaviors are changing. And notice I haven't even mentioned the scale or weight loss. We're talking all the other victories. So anyway, it's a wonderful tool. We have probably over the course of our lives eaten over anything. So if you have a victory in anything, it's probably maybe indirectly, but it's still an eating victory. (laughs) And it's, it's recognizing what God is doing in your life. I'm not being prideful when I share my victories. I'm celebrating the work God's doing. Yeah. And it's really, it is, it's God's work in you. And the more we dwell on that, the more we think on that, the more we talk about it and share, I mean, that, that becomes more and more the reality of your life. And that's, that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, another you favorite, have another one, Heidi. Yes, uh, I love <laughs> to praise scripture. Yes. I might journal oh, me too, me too. Yeah, me too. I might journal it out or pray it out loud to God. I love uh, speaking out loud to God. It it always ministers to my heart. The verse I'll use for this example is Isaiah forty three eighteen to nineteen, and it says, "Forget the former things; do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland." So here's my way of praying this scripture. Lord, there are so many things that have happened in my life, but you have called me to forget the former things. I will choose not to dwell on the past, be it 10 minutes ago when I made a choice I do regret, or five years ago. I will obey you, Lord, and trust that you are doing, even now, a new thing in my life. Even if it doesn't feel like a new thing, Lord, I will believe what you say. And you say you are doing a new thing. Mm. Your thoughts about my life Mm -hmm. are that you are doing a new thing right now. Lord, please give me eyes to perceive it. Thank you that in the wilderness and wastelands of my life, and there have been many and they are vast, you are making a way and causing streams to flow once again. So that might be my prayer for that passage. And if somebody needs examples of uh, using scripture, either praying it or personalizing it, we recommend uh, Beth Moore, her resource, uh, Praying God's Word. It's got all kinds of scriptures in it that she has turned into more personalized um, and prayers. Um, If you feel like you need direction with how to pray God's word, that might be a good place to start to learn how to do it or to come to our class. Yes. What I love about praying God's word Um, I do believe in pouring out my heart to God. Don't get me wrong. Psalm 88 is a really good example of that. But what I love about praying God's word is instead of praying to God about my problems in the way that I often tend to do, um, which is sort of like I'm rehearsing some of the lies that I believe, um, I take his word and apply it to the challenges and ask for God to make it so in my life, Mm -hmm. to make his truth a reality in my life. And that, I don't know, it just, it reframes. Well, Mm -hmm. a lot of our mind renewal tools do reframe Mm -hmm. our thinking. So what, what we're experiencing in our lives, we begin to think, with eternity in view, you know, we begin to think God's thoughts about it. And that's what the whole point is. So we can be more in line with his will. 
Yes. Oh, I love that, Heidi. I love praying scripture. I mean, it's God's own words. I figure yeah. I can't go, can go wrong if praying yeah. his own words. And they're so, so good and so beautiful. So life-giving. Okay, I have one more. Are you ready for one more? I'm ready for one more. All right. So this one we call You Will. And again, it's a tool that you could use easily on the fly or write it all out if you want to. Um, so I have both. I have some written out on my phone or in journals. And then sometimes I just want to do this in the moment. Right. Um, so you will is a wonderful tool for when you need to see encouragement for something that is difficult that is going on and on. And you are just not sure what God is doing and you, you don't see him. Um, you're look, you want to look to the future in expectation for God, for what he will do according to his character. And so I always tell people, okay, let's, you know, let's try, you will. And if you get stuck, just grab one of God's attributes and pray that because that's really what it's about. It's a focus right. on the Lord, on who he is and what he does for people um, but starting each statement with you will. So I want you to think about a situation in your life that feels like it's going to go on forever and you just don't really know what, how God is going to work it out or what he's doing, um, in that, um, instead of me suggesting one, just think of one on your own. And then I'm going to go through this little list that I have here. Um, and then you might be thinking of some too, and Heidi, you can jump in. So for example, in this difficult situation, Lord, that feels impossible, you will be sovereign. Mm -hmm. You will be steadfast. You will not waver. Do you mm -hmm. want to add some in there, Heidi? Yeah, sure. You will show yourself strong and good. Yes. yes. Um, your love will overflow in this situation. You will bring blessings and you will provide. Mm -hmm. And you will grow me in a way that only you could through this trial. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you will bring hope and a future of good things. Mm -hmm. You will meet me in the middle of this storm. Mm -hmm. And you will be with me as I go through it. And I will come out the other side. It will end. You will bring an end to this. Yes. Lord God, you will do the unexpected. You will surprise me and you will bring miracles. Lord God, you will use every bit of this trial, this challenge for your glory. Um, you will be strong in my weakness. You will never, ever fail me. You will bring me rest. You will keep your promises and you will keep me close because I am yours. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's it's beautiful. A beautiful, beautiful tool. When you just feel so out of control, Heidi, mm -hmm. can you think of a situation in your life right now? Not at all. We, I don't we all have any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I know that we all have something going on, or if we don't now, it's either coming or it just was where we feel out of control. And this is a beautiful tool to just fix your eyes on Christ. Christina and I both agreed that we would each share three, but I know for a fact that we both want to share one more and it's the same one. We're going to both share on our, I think it's one of our favorites. We keep saying yes. that though, huh? Yes. What if? What oh, if? okay. Great, great. Let's do what yeah. if. 
So what if is cool because so very often the words, what if I was told once by somebody that the I and the F and if means I fear. And usually when we say, what if this, or what if, what if the bank account has no money in it at the end of the month and there's more month than money type thing, or what if my child has a crash, Uh, you know, all these what ifs that, that talk about doom and gloom. But what we do with the what if is we open ourselves to the possibilities that are present when we trust in a beautiful, loving, sovereign, good, redeeming God. Oh, yes. That sounds good. So, And we bring it home. We bring it home. So for me, uh, I love, I love using the what if let's go back and forth a few times so we can show our listeners how this might work. So yeah, this is really a fun one. And again, you can do it on the fly so quick and easy. Or write it all out and give yourself some truth lists for later. Right. So okay. this is this is the way I might use it. What if I drive by the drive-through <laughs> instead of stopping when I'm not hungry? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. How about this? What if I invited God into each of my meals today? What if I didn't have that second fancy coffee today and stopped at the one? What if I said, no, thank you to food offered me just once. Can I do it? Yeah. What if I did it? What if I did it? Yeah. What if I leave something on my plate and don't finish every single bite? What if, what would happen? What if I slow down? And put my fork down between bites in just one meal today. One meal. What if I try that? What if I renew my mind this morning before I do anything else? What if I told myself who I am in Christ before going to bed tonight? I love that. And what if I review the day with the Lord by praising and thanking him for the many ways he has shown up? Mm. Oh, so you can see these are just a smattering, just a sampling of over 65 mind renewal tools that we are eager to share with you. We aren't going to take the time in the podcast to do it all, but come to our mind renewal 101 class (laughs) at hungerwithin.me forward slash renew. And even if you can't do that, I hope that there is something here that you might be able to grab a hold of, make your own and renew your mind. Invite God to show you what is the mind of Christ? What is true about this thought or this situation? And it's awesome. It is awesome. It's life changing. It will change your moments, how you make decisions, everything. It is a beautiful, beautiful So thanks for joining us. We're so glad that you've been here with us on this episode of Thin Within. On the go. go. Bye for now. Bye for now.